0: Hello, everyone on the internet listening to my lovely show, Cut the Shit, Get Fit, with myself, your host, Rafal Matuszewski, and we are going to start this thing off with some shout-outs. My new number one, all the way out here in Canada, in British Columbia, in the city of Vernon. Shout out to everyone in Vernon. Super, super cool that I have you guys as my top listeners. So random, too. Like, for the people listening who don't know where Vernon is, if you've ever heard of a place called the Okanagan, they're up in that area in the interior. Freaking awesome. And shout out to all fitness enthusiasts listening from Vernon. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Number two, forgot the city, but I remember the state. It's the state of Delaware. Shout out to everyone in Delaware listening to my show. That is awesome. Um, Number three, super sunny San Diego, California. Shout out to everyone in California listening to my show. I just heard that now gyms are closing again in California, so my heart goes out to every single coach out there and gym and I know a lot of people personally that live out in California and their livelihood is at stake so I feel very fortunate to live here in Vancouver Canada where we're allowed to be operating in a gym so hold on through you guys can do this thing Um, an honorable mention my number four Hong Kong, China. So cool. I love having international listeners, so shout out to everyone out in China listening to my show. All right, what we're going to talk about today is training frequency. I don't think I've brought this topic up in a very long time, and man, I am really white on this thing. Um, And it's a topic that most people don't think about so let's for a moment say that you know you've been loving this whole fitness game you're a type of person that's been training consistently and you've been starting to amp up the days in the gym days just doing activity and a good question that i get a lot is you know how should I structure my week for exercise? And let's just say you're one of those people that have dedicated, you know, an hour a day, 30 minutes a day, whatever it is, to exercise. Now, how do we structure it? And it all kind of really depends on what your goals are. So that's usually my first um, question: is, you know, what are your goals? If your goal is fat loss, then I look at, okay, let's do. Two days of strength and conditioning. Not strength and conditioning, sorry. Two days of strength workouts. Two days of conditioning. And then from there, it's kind of like free reign. You can do a mobility workout, like kin stretch. I'm biased, but I think everyone should be doing kin stretch. Um, and then some something, something like low-level cardiovascular some sort of activity like taking your dog out for an hour long walk going on a bike ride with your family because it's summer and it's freaking awesome right now swimming like something low level like that all right so that would be a typical scenario of someone for weight loss now let's say muscle gain like say that you're you know into more bodybuilding splits you kinda like that hypertrophy style training. And that goes, all right, well let's do a five-day-a-week split of you know your typical meat head workout, you know. Doing, you know, Mondays like a chest and back day. Um, a Tuesday could be your posterior leg day where you're focusing on things like just deadlifts. Um, stability all hamstring curls like every muscle group that you have posteriorly um wednesday could be an all shoulder day thursday can be a leg day but more quad dominant. so you're like barbell back squats um split squats um single leg squats things like that and fridays is straight up buys and tries and forearms really um And then Saturday and Sunday would be, again, a great option to do kin stretch. And funny enough, like there's a podcast episode with Dr. Andrew Ospino, who's the creator of this whole FRC, kin stretch, FR, FRA umbrella. And he had a high-level bodybuilder athlete on there that practices um, kin stretch. And honestly, I think, and they think, that because this bodybuilder that is gigantic has all this free range of motion throughout his entire body, because typically bodybuilders are very stiff. The fact that he can move through bigger ranges allows him to expose more muscle tissue to make him look even bigger than the other guys. And I'm like, holy fuck, that's really freaking awesome. So if you are the gym bro that prefers to do bodybuilding splits, 100% 100% you should be doing kin stretch to ensure you have proper joint function. If you have proper joint function, that means you can get into longer layers of tissue. If you're doing, say, an overhead press or a bench press, dumbbell fly, or something of that nature, you're allowed to go to further ranges of motion through that shoulder, so now you can attack all tissues surrounding that shoulder joint that connect into your pec, like, that's smart training Um, and again low-level cardiovascular things like our heart is a muscle you got to get that zone one in there Um, and that's where I like taking my dog for a long walk like usually every Sunday I take my dog out with the wife for an hour we just do a nice leisurely stroll as my dog runs around like a maniac Um, say you're more into functional training i would do you know three days a week of a full body split and then two days of some sort of conditioning and this can be like literally a spin class or if, say you're a cyclist freaking do some hill repeats oh that guy had a baby yoda thing on his front of his car i was freaking sick i want one um and i think you guys are starting to get the picture But now, let's say you're a type of person that likes to do, you know, a workout every day, sometimes two a day, um, this is where now you might be doing more damage to the body because remember, like, training is stress, you're tearing muscle to create more, to create change, to burn fat, feed the muscle, all that other bullshit wording that you can think of when it comes to training, um... And you need to keep track of your volume. And one way I like keeping track of volume for clients when they're doing a lot of other stuff is something as simple as like checking your heart rate. So if you're a type of person that I'm describing, you most likely have an Apple Watch, a Fitbit, a Garmin, or Polar, whatever you have that tracks all these different stats. And the most Um, important one is your resting heart rate in my opinion um, on a daily basis so say you know you're in it you're training every single day you're wearing your watch every single day go look at your resting heart rate every single morning and see what your average is say it's on average 48 beats per minute you know it's around that number every single morning but let's say one morning you wake up and it's at like 57, right? It's still low, relatively low, but it's not your average. Now this starts telling me that the nervous system is being beat up quite a bit and it could be how much volume you're doing because most of the time, when people don't have a specific program, like when I program for clients, I'm thinking about how much weekly volume they're doing for every single rep, every single weight they touch. Like, all of that plays a huge part on their success. A lot of times, people don't hire a personal trainer. They join classes, they go running with a friend, they go cycling with friends, they do yoga challenges where they try to get, I don't know, 100 yoga classes in a month, like some shit like that and they don't pay attention to how much volume their body's taking. And your resting heart rate's a great indicator to see if you're at that peak where your nervous system's like, you know what? I've had fucking enough. I'm gonna slow you down on purpose. And this is one indicator I like to use because it's easy because most of the time people have an Apple Watch or whatever device on their wrist to tell you this. So that being said, When you notice that, lay off how much time you're spending in the gym, the classes, whatever it is, right? A lot of times people think when they're on their weight loss journey, like, oh, the more I do, the more I do, the more I do, I'm going to lose more weight, I'm going to get fitter. But you have a threshold of how much you can do, right? The best athletes in the world understand that recovery is what determines if you're going to win your event. If you're constantly pushing and thrashing your body to the limit, eventually your body is going to be like, you know what, bro, fuck right off. This is enough. And on the flip side too, from a rehab standpoint, if you're a type of person that has lots of benefits and you like to see chiro, physio, massage, whatever it is, those are also stresses to the body that can tip you forward into that overtraining kind of paradigm where you're going to need to take a break and like we've had patients in our clinic where you know they see like multiple practitioners every week and sometimes they don't get better and it's like we have to ensure that their treatment volume is at an adequate level where they're not doing more harm than good so that being said You're a person that likes to train every single day of the week. You um, go see massage twice a week, Cairo once a week. Like you need to start writing these things down. And sometimes I've seen people with their um, training schedule of classes that they go to, work out with friends, like it's a hefty schedule. It's like, wow, I've been doing 15 hours of physical activity every single week so now you need to ensure that you're not going over or you switch out a more high intensity workout to something low level right if you're a type of person like me that likes to do um, something active every single day if I'm constantly pushing myself into the gym and I'm not giving myself adequate rest I'm not going to get any better so sometimes when I start feeling, and I do check my heart rate, and I'm feeling that like kind of verge where I just don't have enough energy, and we haven't even talked about the stress from work, the stress that you got from the lack of sleep, the stress that you got from um, family life, your relationships, whatever it is, like all those things account to how much stress you can take. So when I'm starting feeling you know, low energy and things like that, I'm like, you know what? I have a leg session today, I'm probably not going to try to deadlift as heavy as possible. Maybe I do a kin stretch class instead. Maybe I just go take another long walk with the dog today because it's freaking nice out. All those things can help you recover and bounce back so then you can finally see um, your goals being crushed. And This whole idea of frequency really, really, really depends on what you're trying to achieve so my like challenge to everyone listening that will actually take the time to do this is like literally message me on Facebook or Instagram whatever it is and tell me what your goal is what you're currently doing for um, training and I'll tell you if you're at the right frequency or you need to back off or you need to increase whatever you're doing right this is the stuff that matters long term now I think I'm going to end it there because I could talk about this for probably another hour. But 100%, think about what I just said. Audit how much training you're getting in. And if you're a type of person that can only get one or two training sessions in a week, don't worry about it. Keep doing what you're doing. If you can increase it to a third day, that would be amazing because that's where the true magic happens. And maybe I'll talk about that a little bit before we end this but when people want like the minimum like the minimum dose to see true results is that three days a week and it takes time to get there to make sure you do it long term but when you switch to three days a week and you make that as a non-negotiable like sky's the limit and again i've seen great results with people with one day a week but it takes so much longer Right. If you can get three days a week, you'll be laughing in a year how much your body will change, how much better you're going to feel, and how much better your lifts are going to be, how much more energy you're going to have, how much more like cheats in food you could do without going overboard. Um, but yeah, that three days a week is that magic number for a lot of people. So I'm going to end it there. Hit the show notes. Add me on Facebook, Instagram, because I post a lot of videos, photos, just awesome stuff. Um, Also, make sure you give me a five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, wherever you listen to me. Make sure you give me a good review to make sure my podcast gets bumped up. And more people can listen to me, and I can help more people. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. You guys are amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Until next time.